Good morning and welcome to Duality. I'm your host, Akasha, and I'm here with our special guest, Landi. Thank you so yeah. much for coming through. Thank you for having me. Of course. It's <laughs> been a minute. I'm happy that it came to fruition. We got to, you know, find a Finally. Wednesday that worked. <laughs> right. And having it after this uh, very intense, very um, needed retrograde <laughs> yes um, and reflecting period refocus and retracing steps that we don't want to and just kind of had to mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny because it's like the i was listening to the last episode that i did um this morning and it was called recalibration and we literally called it recalibration so like in that whole episode it was like peak retrograde but we didn't even necessarily talk about it much it was just in it right Right. and then you know um when I was thinking about today's topic how we're doing like retrograde recovery I'm like that's so funny I'm like because it's like this retrograde hit so much we needed two episodes three weeks apart talking about (laughs) two separate kind of experiences okay we need to recalibrate while we're in the middle of it that's what's known. Okay, now we need to recover from what right. we had to recalibrate and from. Look at it from hindsight, like because mm-hmm. in the middle sometimes stuff we get lost. Yeah, but it was definitely something. I just knew I wasn't gonna get touched by it, but that was bad because my Mercury is in Libra. Oh, so yeah, so, so it was like it was like at you literally. Yeah, and it was birthday season for mm-hmm. me, so. It was just such more ways than one because mm-hmm. I got like Libra, Venus, Sun, and Mercury. It's in my fourth house communication. Oh, wow. So it just yeah. really was like boom. Yeah, that was like really like, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> Copy. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, so. that's, that was hitting across the board for you, this, uh, this transit, this retrograde. Yeah. And there's like, other planets that were in retrograde too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think um, Saturn. I was gonna say I think it was Saturn. Yeah, Saturn and maybe one or two other ones. I know some station before it like got crazy. Like mm-hmm. I know last year there was like m- like mad planets and yeah, storm up there. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Know. <laughs> but those didn't really affect me as much. That's how I felt as well. Yeah. This so. year was different though. This like it's like <laughs> I felt pretty okay. Like I felt retrograde being retrogradey. You know what I mean for sure. Definitely. Like I definitely felt it. Like um, while it was happening, but it was especially once the shadow period. Like I feel like the shadow period. So for those who aren't familiar with um, Mercury retrograde and or shadow period, Mercury retrograde is when the planet of mercury looks like it appears like it's going backwards but really it's slowing down so mercury being the planet in control of communications electronics uh, things of that sort it kind of like interferes with these things so you might see uh, more car accidents you might see people not able to communicate the way they would like to or having like difficulties speaking on things in a more clarity and um, amongst many other things, and you can even see that it's noted by um, pilots that they avoid certain routes during retrograde because it's not only like, oh, this is a spiritual thing. Like, this is a scientific thing. We're talking about planets here and how they're all 
you know, connected. Earth is a planet as well. And each of these planets have an effect on each other. You look at the sun and you think about how it can warm us. You know, you look at these different planets, you see the space and time and how they all affect and the gravitational pull and all that. So, but I'm not here to pitch you how to <laughs> that uh, astrology is real you could just you know you figure that out you have you have uh <laughs> whatever process you you need for that but yeah so retrograde is like that and then two weeks before there's a there's a shadow period of it like setting up and then two weeks after there's a shadow period of um retrograde so it stations and it goes back in alignment with the other planets but like in that process it's like like imagine being behind in a race where you're like you're trying to catch up you're trying to catch up you're trying to catch up and then you finally catch up and you're just out of breath like that's what shadow period is like shadow period is like okay i've caught up i'm stationed i'm with everybody but um i'm exhausted i'm I'm exhausted like this is a lot and i feel like shadow period is always like i'm like i'm pretty good during retrograde you know i have um a lot of mercury and mercurial energy in my chart so i feel like retrogrades i actually feel a little bit of more peace um in some weird way but then the shadow period happens, and then I get slapped. Right. And um, like phone, yeah. charger, phone, charger, cat, everything. Yeah, You're like just all of these things what? that are just like it's like the good, and it's the the not the bad, but maybe the not so good. The balance of like, okay, well, here's wh- whatever is going to ground you, because I feel like even during retrograde, I was feeling and experiencing a lot of happiness. Um, which is great, you know what I mean? Like, to experience happiness is a great thing. And uh, I feel that when you kind of get wrapped up in happiness, sometimes you can get distracted, too, Um, just as, like, when you're wrapped up in sadness, you can get distracted. Any strong emotion, you know? So whatever it is that needs to balance, for me personally, it was like, all right, well, now you have to deal with this situation, this situation, so you need to, like, kind of nest and ground if that makes sense tune in pay attention yeah like to wherever it just the balance is needed to adjust but how is this retrograde for you what was uh coming up i didn't even realize like car accidents were a part of that and i definitely was in a car accident (laughs) the day before my birthday in my uber (laughs) and so vain of me but i was not even worried i was like i just fixed my hair (laughs) It's like, and I'm in the backseat, like, (laughs) but everything was fine. I'm glad, like, everything else was fine. But yeah, I had, like, you said, I was happy. It was little things at first, and then, like, one big thing that I was, like, kind of burying and pushing away, like, block literally blocked out. But when it was presented to me, I kind of, like, folded and, like, Went back into a relationship thing that I saw I was off of, but everything came rushing back in. Well, that's what <laughs> retrograde's about. It's like, <laughs> I, like, I was like, oh, God, girl, what's going on? It's like, <laughs> honestly, this is the first, I think one of the like first or second times of like retrogrades of my life that I actually didn't have any kind of like ex experiences you know what I mean but like it's so common that's something that's so common within retrogrades is like 
you know, your ex reaching out to you or you being the ex that reaches out. It's like it's there's that time in retrograde where it's like, hmm, I don't think I have closure. I think that uh, then right now in the middle of retrograde, it would be a really great time for it to try to find some <laughs> during retrograde. Like, Let me try to find some closure in the midst of uh this planet being like almost in reverse let's let's go ahead and do that right but usually i'm okay with that like if it's like through text i could like easily ignore you mm -hmm. i mean i have so many like texts and emails i'm like i forget them by accident sometimes so but it was literally face to face where it was like what are you gonna do now you can't block them yeah <laughs> So <laughs> it's oh, not it's okay. not black mirror. You can't like blur yeah, the like, human. <laughs> you are that. blocked in real life. <laughs> right, you can't see me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that would be nice. They need to come up with that soon. That would be. I, I don't know. I I feel like I'm like that's too AI involved for me. I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna take a whole pause on like maybe not just yet. Like <laughs> maybe not just maybe yet. in that metaverse. Whatever's coming out, that'll be the the Facebook thing, yeah. right? Like what I don't. I typed in Facebook yesterday to, um, I forgot exactly what I was doing. I was probably checking on the lost and found thing, but I typed and it came up as meta. And I was just like, already? Like, y'all announced this like five minutes ago. Right. Like, why are you changing into this? Right. It just feels very futuristic. And I don't know. I have resistance to it, but you know, mm -hmm. maybe that's something I need to sit and unpack with myself. But at the same token, you know, that's a whole other conversation. Like, yeah. I feel like there's an episode that needs to happen about because this is the second time in a row last episode because I, I, I just listened to it this morning where there's like a brief like mention of like AI and like the evolution of AI. And then the, <laughs> every time I'm like, all right, we need a, right. we have a different episode is, for that because it's, it's like scary. it's scary. It's heavy. It's like when you when you can imagine iRobot happening in real life, it's like shit like where are we moving towards, you right. know? But um, they have their own thoughts and their own consciousness. <laughs> There's like, I mean, <laughs> said we're not going to get into it, gets into it right, anyway. Like a There's bit a whole devil. book that's called um, The Spirit of the Machine or something like that. And my friend had put me onto it. And it is a really difficult book to read. Um, just the literature in it, just like how it's worded, it's very difficult. I literally have the book and I have the audio book. I'm like, you're gonna get through this. <laughs> like, we're gonna, we're gonna make heaven because I feel like I read the same sentence over and over and over again. But I, I still didn't yet. But I, I need to, and then that's when I'll come on here and talk about it fully, because, because then I'll have more uh, insight on it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, so you know, I know that. You are very much so one of those people that are entrepreneur. Yes. Like to do a bunch of different things. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Too many things. But <laughs> it all works out. It's just like don't I try not to overextend myself, which happens a lot. So I just I need to find the balance between making time to recuperate just for myself and not just giving out to things to just generate money and mm -hmm. realize like the goal for me is to save it to apply to these things or use it to apply to these things and not get caught up so for me my mind can wander so i really have to write lists and lists and have pictures literally on my phone of what i want to accomplish like 
well, see, I don't answer these notifications. <laughs> but like, this, oh, would you have a vision all, board on your phone? On my That's phone. so smart. I was literally <laughs> just saying how I want to do a vision board, and like now, like it's even take I, after I make the physical one, I will absolutely take a picture yeah i can't put it on the phone home to look at it so yeah (laughs) that's so smart (laughs) make a vision board and put it on your phone people thank alanda (laughs) like they make it make your lock screen make your general do all the things like that's like how i'm gonna look at because if you're not home and you're entrepreneur it's like what's the point unless it's just affirmations you know in the morning that's true and you know the thing that when you just mentioned like you know, taking the time to find, to navigate between rest and, and go, right? Is like something that I think is also really blessed that does happen is like when you're an entrepreneur or when you're a person who like freelances or does a bunch of like kind of like random jobs, which I can relate and I'm one of those people, is like you have more control and when you can take the breaks, you know, right. um, and rather than when you are in a, a routine and a regimen, you know, there there's certain ways to go about it. Like you, you have to put in time for it. And if you have the time, if you have the vacation time, if you, if you're allowed to do that, you know, when you're permission as an adult, exactly. And it's crazy because like, that's, that's the norm, you know, like I didn't realize cause even before when I was working a, traditional nine uh, nine five i was gonna say five nine i was like everything i've been saying recently has been backwards so please don't mind <laughs> me if i do that <laughs> Come on, like. yeah even <laughs> if it wasn't like i just mean i'm dyslexic but it's like but um what was i saying uh when you worked your nine to five. Oh yes <laughs> five to nine when i was working that job it, even though it was like traditionally looking like more of a, a normal job it was like I didn't get paid for my days off. So like, I didn't realize that people literally only took days off that they got paid for. Like if you ask a person who works one of these, like, I guess, regular jobs, like, you know, nurse or city worker or whatever, um, and they can't get off and get paid, they like won't take off a lot, which is like to just, but you could still take off, you just won't get paid. But, like, the only time I've ever taken off in my life, like, there was only when I was working at Starbucks was the only time I ever got to take a day and, like, have... Do whatever you want. Yeah, like, you know, and, like, get paid for it. Like, I... I, But every other job I had, I would have to sacrifice my pay for that day, regardless of what job it was. And um, so with that, I was like, wow. It, it, It... People, there. It's the system is set up so that you literally are like uh, consensually signing to the um, the control in a way that I don't even think that most people realize unless they've had um, unconventional jobs prior and like had more control of their schedules like there's some people that i've witnessed like go into these jobs and like really be like oh my god i can't miss this thing i have to do it this way i'm super structured i I can't like i can't i can't mess this up and it's like i understand you want to like keep your job at the end of the day like they could cut you for anything and then you have more people that are more aware of it they're like just like i know i'm number like I'm gonna do the same thing that they're doing they don't give a shit about me i don't give a shit about them i can't even knock that because i was one of those people like once upon a time not now clearly but <laughs> like i would be like oh i'm not calling out i have to do this and then you know it was about work it was kind of like drilled into us as a kid like we had to go to school 
It's like mm-hmm. a routine, and then it goes from school to work at those times, and mm-hmm. you can't miss school, or you're going to, you know, fail. So it kind of, like, translates from school to work. It is kind of beating your head, do this, you know? So I can't knock them for that. but And it's kind of scary not... It's, it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. let's just say. Like, it's scary to, like, not know when your next income is coming when you're steady. But if you really, like, want to take a leap of faith, you just got to trust in yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you could get any, you could get literally paid for anything, you know? And yeah. it's not, like, I don't know where I was going with this, but <laughs> you can... You can make things happen for yourself. It's just like you're giving power to these other people when you should really look into yourself and what you really like. Because you can get paid for what you love, like your hobbies, your skills that you didn't think were real skills. That's literally what happened to me. I was bartending on the side, and I had, like, one of the best opportunities in my life, like, to go to Hawaii to get paid. They pay for my school right now, even though I'm not there. And everyone that's like, oh, get a real job. That job paid more in a few months than what people make in a year. So mm-hmm. it's like, what's real to you? Yeah. And ID that. And for sure. Just go for it. And like you were saying, too, it's like, you know, whatever. It's, I feel like the, the key recipe to anything that you do is like believing in yourself, you know? And it's like when we get caught up in these uh, traditional jobs it's like some some of them are really in, like incredible like you know like I know like my mother's a nurse and she loves being a nurse she loves helping everything like pregnant women babies like she, everything about it she like she teaches class she loves it and um, although she could have like a, a conventional job like she loves that and you know and I'm sure that after she's done doing that she will pursue something in the lines of that and continue to you know pass that information on but um, not everyone's passions and like purposes align with their professions. Some people's do and others don't. And I feel like it's up to us to discern that in seeing like, hmm, well, you know, working at this place in this space is helping me get by, but what am I passionate about? Like what brings me joy right. and what brings me excitement and what do I feel like comes naturally to me that people also benefit from and um in that pursuit there's like these different transitions like before people take a leap they might you know hop and or do jumping jacks where it's like okay i'm gonna keep this job and i'm gonna dabble in doing things myself and it's like i know for myself i've done that for a long time and then i'll go through periods of like all right no i'm fully into my entrepreneur self and i'm like hopping from this and this and this and this and then i'm like okay let me get a stable job now boom pulls one stable job in and then does Uh, the other things like a little bit until you get to where you're feeling safe mm -hmm. in your savings or whatever Mm -hmm. and then go for it you don't even have to just jump all the way in you could do part-time your regular job and then see if what you're passionate about is like something you want to do for work because sometimes if you start doing something you like for work it, it's not you don't get that same feeling mm-hmm. anymore it's like it like takes it called, from it like intrinsic something like that i read about in psychology <laughs> but like it's not like that anymore so it's like you the joy that you got from it is now like you're doing it all the time for work so just to find that balance in between that yeah and it's like finding that balance and also like 
truly, truly, truly believing in yourself. It's like the only difference between you and other people that are doing things and pursuing their passions that they love is like believing in yourself, you yeah, know? It's like there's plenty of unbalanced people that are believing in themselves that are just like, you know, maybe maybe they should pause and like be a little bit more balanced. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> like, but they got the balls to go out and, and do, do it. it. Like that's all you need. And that's so <laughs> commendable because it's so difficult, especially in a world and a society where it's like not only do we have our own traumatic experiences growing up and having whatever traumas we have, whatever flavor of trauma we have with our personal family and experience um, and upbringing of like but then you have society and then you have all of these other factors in that can attribute to feeling inadequate and these different barriers we need to break and you know not every person is the same and some people may have more than others and it may sit with people more than others or affect people you know someone can like hit their ankle and laugh about it. another person could hit their ankle and like really cry and like have and like it, their ankle could be sensitive and now they have a broken ankle you know so it's right. like everyone goes and experiences things differently so it's also like being patient with yourself but being accountable you know they were saying like in 2020 or like with everything that happened with unemployment or all of these different things like oh well you should have been had a business you should have been done this you should have been do oh we right. have this time in quarantine but it's like not everybody was in that headspace not to, everybody like, go, was go, in go. Headspace. like some people really took it hard and like, in the survival mode yeah. like it's the it's it's genuinely survival mode some people can navigate out of survival mode um, or a part of their survival mode could be their hustle. And like, but other people, it's like their survival mode might need something else before that. Or maybe they can hustle, but it's not their passion because they don't want inter to interlock those two things, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So also just being compassionate with ourselves because I feel like there's so much pressure of like that entrepreneurial life, like, and it's glamorized in so many ways. And it's like, you're working 24-7, not 9 to 5, honey. Exactly. Like, for <laughs> real. Like, you find it, like, Always. you know, there was the thing that the thing that we were even doing not too long ago where it was, like, we needed to be accountable right. every day, like, like for like, the two hours. Did like, it, do my live stream and be done. But it's, like, once you think about it, like, it's only two hours, but it's, like, damn, I got to Do two hours. <laughs> like, I have to carve out two hours to be live to do this thing. Like, and it's... <laughs> It's a, I, mean, it, I was always so grateful when you were on. I was like, oh, thank God. Right, we just because we we're having like other. a video chat and doing that and like getting paid for it. Like that was great. But, you know, then then things got like, wonky. you know, yeah, like, wonky is definitely a good word for it. Yeah. So, but it was good. We while had, it, it definitely <laughs> was. It was like it was a nice like 500 some dollars. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's that, that was cool. Just to be on the phone like you would have been on the phone anyway. But. Exactly. It was like it was like just to like look at yourself for right. two hours. Like, essentially. Thank you. Thanks like, for the gifts. Thanks for the gifts. <laughs> Give me beans. <laughs> Give me all the beans. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't understand how everyone's getting mad beans. I would just be like, yo, give me beans. And if no one give me beans, I'm like, all right, <laughs> maybe I'm aggressive. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was right. a funny experience, that though. Was. That was definitely, that was cool. I feel like, you know, it's something that I noticed. I felt like that was, like, setting me up. Because, like, although, you know, I have the podcast and I do lives and, and, you know, this is live or whatever. And, like, I have done lives before. It was different that experience because it was like 
you know, there's people from all over the world. There's people you don't know, different from people you do know. Right. And it's like... Literally all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a whole different kind of navigation of that. And then, like, I seen TikTok started doing that. Like, having the lives very oh, similar. Really? Yeah, TikTok has that, but you have to have, like, over a thousand followers or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, like, and you... Like, they same behave thing. the same way. Like, it's the same wow. setup. So I think that that app, like, took it from... It might have, I don't know who did it first, but um, but even the verses and everything, like wow. all of that, yeah. So <laughs> I was seeing that on TikTok. I'm like, oh, am I supposed to do this on TikTok? You know, like, was that setting me up for this? To get to the next level. Yeah. Like, it actually helped me better with public speaking, like, you know, yeah. only, like, getting the camera, well. I said it sounds terrible because I don't like to get on the camera, but I work in front of the camera all the time. <laughs> You're literally a model. Like, <laughs> I, I feel I'm that like, though. I would like, say the oh same thing. Like I have a podcast, I'd be like, I don't really like going on camera, but <laughs> right, but that's my job. <laughs> so it's it's just funny how it works like that. Like it just helped me to get more comfortable with it. Yeah. And, like, everything else that was going on, like, with my school, in the school for business, and I had to take all these classes, but they helped me in my real life, too, and my entrepreneurship, too. Like, my um, public speaking class, like, we had to write speeches, and before I was like, uh, can't talk. They were like, you're talking too low. And at the end, like, I learned how to project my voice. Because when I'm talking to my friends, I'm loud. But if it's, like, a business, then I'm like, hey. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it helped me, especially with my job when I go to, like, different places and promote, like, liquor. Like, I'm just more interactive with the people. Like, I know how to read them and how, like, communicate on their level with them. So it definitely helped. Especially my experience, like, in Hawaii where I really got to meet all these people from all over in one space, like, hearing their stories and what they do, like, it inspired me. Like, there's a whole world out there. Like, people are doing so many things. And it's just, like, get out of your comfort zone. There's nothing there. Yeah, there's nothing but more comfort. More there's comfort. nothing new. Same old, Just same Just the old. same old. That's so true. And that was one that thing. so true. This virtual grace, like, looking at friendships that I just had for a long time, and it's like, uh, not trying to say, like, you know, I, I experienced so many different people and cultures, mm-hmm. and it's like so many things to explore. And it's like, do we really resonate anymore? I feel like, we're just holding on to this. I'm not the same person anymore. And I feel like I'm just holding on to stuff that no longer serves me. And it's not in a bad way. It's not like anything big or explosive happened. It's like, why? It's not for me mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. You understand. Entirely. <laughs> I really, like, I really, really <laughs> sips tea. <laughs> I really... <laughs> I really, really understand that, especially right now. Like, I've been, that's, like, in the last episode, like, three three weeks ago or two weeks ago, however long it was, I think it was three weeks ago, Um, we're talking about recalibration. And, like, it's exactly that, like, you know, rather than rebirth or renewal, recalibration is, like, okay, I'm a little Just bit off. Back. Yeah, like, I'm a little bit off. 
I need to fix this one particular thing and I'm recalibrated rather than like renewal or rebirth. It's like I'm redoing everything. You know what I mean? So it's like with that, I feel, I feel that like deeply and I felt that then and I feel that now and now I just feel like it's the physical version of it. Like I feel like once November hit, it was like, okay, you're 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 done with that shit right you know what i'm saying like go go wash go wash those dishes then then go um come off the floor go refill that wine go (laughs) yeah (laughs) go go top off your older like you know go take care of these things and it's um i feel i feel good about november i feel good about this month you know i feel like october not only for me and my own personal things why october is like heavy i feel like october is just a heavy month for humanity especially because it's like you know the changing seasons change of seasons it's like literally fall fall is what the season is called dead leaves exactly and like i'm watching them fall and then stepping in them and creating a mess because they're dry and now there's crumbles of leaves everywhere and you're just like what the and you go to leave your like for me i i have like a i live in basement apartment so it's like the leaves catch yeah the leaves like catch and they go all there and i have to step out like and i have to like crunch crunch. yeah and i have i have like the broom and but it felt so good to like clean up those leaves so Mm -hmm. like whatever leaves are but i left them there for like two weeks a week and a half pretty when they first fall yeah they're pretty and then they're just chaotic you know what i mean dry out and that's it yeah, and you're dragging them with you. Now you're bringing them in your house. You're bringing them to whatever place you're going. Now they're in your car. They're attached to your clothes. Attached. Key words. It's like we're yeah. saying a lot of things in what we're saying. It's like there's so many layers to what oh, we're talking about right now. So it's like I strongly recommend anybody who's feeling like they're crunching on a lot of leaves and stepping all over the place on some like on some stuff to like you know get that broom and that dustpan. And scoop it Clear all it out. up. Clear out the cobwebs, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it feels so good to do that. It's like, you know, you always look at the people. Like, why are they? I mean, not that, we, you know, not, not necessarily as much in where we live. But in, like, Brooklyn, I feel like there's also like, people always in the street, like, sweeping. You know what I mean? And you look at people like, why are they sweeping all the time? But especially this time of year. It's like, they don't want to step on these leaves. You know, right. it's like and, and when you're doing it physically, mentally, it's that's the thing that like drives me crazy is like every time I have this realization of like, you know, we can do ritual, we can do all of these things, ceremonies, whatever your belief system is, you could go to church, you can go to retreats, you can be silent for a week, you can do all these different things. But like. The integration is cleaning. Like, at least, like, I'm not even going to say for me. I really would say I would feel as strongly about it enough for it to say it universally for everyone. Like, cleaning is, like, the step in between where you are, where what you realize and where you want to be. What you need to do to get there is you need to clean. You need to clean the path. You need to sweep right. the leaves off your path. You need to throw you know bleach on your floor you need to whatever it is to clean it clicks something in your head that opens up the space for wherever you're supposed to go next and the new stuff to come in like 
clearing out the old and inviting space for the new stuff to like arrive clean and clear right on time too mm-hmm for sure. And, it, and then that the, it's crazy because, like, the divine time is, like, once you're, like, okay, I'm going to clean my house. And then you clean your house. And then after you clean your house, you're, like, all right, I want to get rid of this. Like, this no longer suits me. You know, like, this stuff is outdated. It's a holding on to an attachment right. of a no part longer, of me. Like, it's not my style anymore. Exactly. And then you let it go and you're, like, oh, boom. The thing that I've been waiting for just happened to just fall right into my life now. So it's like, you know, why do you think that that can become so difficult? It's comfort. It's like, like babies want to let go of their little comfy blankets. Like, it's all you know, really. It's like, everyone's scared of the unknown. Mm -hmm. It's scary. Like, as much as you want something new, sometimes you ask and ask, and then when it's there, you're like, oh, shit, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. I'm scared. Never mind. And then you go back to what you know, and it's like, I almost did that. I almost self-sabotaged a lot of good stuff for me because I was scared. But then someone was like, you you asked for this, you better go. I'm like, yeah. all right, let me just go, let me just go. And sometimes it's good things, too. Like, sometimes it's not only the bad things, you know. Um, I feel like majority of the time it's it's the good things that we get the most, like, you know, when we think of the unknown, we're like, oh, all of the possibilities. Like, our brain goes to, like, what can happen that's bad, right? Yeah, exactly. But like, also, the worst that can happen. what can happen that's good? What's the best that can happen? You know what I mean? Some people are more afraid of that. Yeah, that's true. Without even fully realizing it, you know. Scared of success. Fear of success is a real thing. It definitely is. Would you like more tea? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely it really is. I, you know, I. it's called Gen, Gen Maicha. I'm sorry if I'm pronunciating this wrong. To It's a... Um, it's green tea and then uh, toasted brown rice. It smells so good. It's like, it's so amazing. Shout out to Laura, my good friends, and acupuncturist for getting some like authentic, I think it was straight from China or from Japan. I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm listening as I'm standing by messy unorganized art space. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what the next step is, sis. You know what the next step is. <laughs> it's like it's it's wild. It's wild how there's there's two things. Like last episode, it was um like the moment of clarity for me was like stretching. Like I always said that, like, and there's the two things for me. It's always like it always comes down to stretching and cleaning. You know, I've done all of these different intense things, like like getting into like the ceremonies, the, you know, traveling and going to these different places. And all of that is so beautiful. And it's needed for many different reasons, especially to create the realizations and like to implement and to want the change, to create the motivation. And the, the but the, but the real, the real long last, the, what creates the longevity, at least for myself, is to take those moments to stretch and to take those moments to clean. And the longer I put it off, the more I suffer. But it's I like, feel more comfortable in the suffering. When it's messy, like, sometimes I'm, like, I'm not going to last. Sometimes I'm just like, I'm so tired from running here and there. I just want to mm-hmm. plop. But if I just plop and, like, stuff is all unorganized, it feels it's like a reflection of what's going on in my mind. Messy bed, messy head. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, like <laughs> I need to clean up so I can think straight. Mm-hmm. And people think it's like it's so true though. Like 
and once it's clean, I can think like stuff happens for real. Yeah, it really does, and it's like I feel like those of us that like we know it. You know what I mean? Like we know, but we once again feel more comfortable in the chaos, feel more comfortable in the clutter. Because like you know, for me, I grew up in a house that had a lot of clutter. You know, it would be clean, but it would be clutter because, like, my both both my parents are kind of hoarders. So, like, not until, like, the overextensive, but still enough that there was just always an accumulative amount of stuff around me. So, like, I when I do it, you know, I'm, like, on a very psychological note, you know, now I'm, like, saying it right now in this moment. I don't think I've ever clicked it to this extent before, but, like, it's like I'm recreating what I grew up in. You know, which is, like, the comfortable chaos that my um, my survival brain, you know, my, my reptilian brain knows that it just goes back there rather than being more in my, like, cognitive self. It's like I'm – you go into that subconscious place where – you're just doing things, and then you feel guilty about it because your conscious brain is like, Hello. we need a clean. We had a deadline. <laughs> we seen the deadline. We let it go. You know what else we did? We sat and we swiped. We looked right, at the time like, and was like, oh, that's crazy. I was supposed to clean by 11 o'clock. It's 11.05 now. I think right, I should start just. start at midnight. I'll start at 12. I'll start at 12. I feel like that's a good time. Oh, my goodness. It's so funny because it's true. It is. like You're like, I'm going to do it at 11. I'm like, oh, never mind. For real. I'll do it at the next hour on the hour. <laughs> and, and like, yeah, like I have to do it at like 1230. It has to be an even number or I'll do it at this exact time. You know, oh, you know, I'm going to do it when I, I'm going to get up and start doing this. And, that. and like, you know, I, when I start doing that, um, I notice like the only thing that gets me up is if I put on a song that I really like. Really, like it's that or like an urgency of like I need to get it done for someone else, which is like. Even a trick that, um, I, and instead of having guilt and shame around that anymore, I do it, I use it to my advantage. So it's like, if I need to get something done uh, by a certain time, even just calling someone or being like, hey, can you come over and just like exist here while I do this? Or even just talking to somebody on the phone, it helps, you know, for different people for different reasons. I know there's a study on people with ADHD that it says that literally it helps and I'm one of those people. So even just having a person on the phone just helps me to be able to do things. It's like a certain accountability that happens where that person literally doesn't have to do anything besides exist as they are, you know? So it's cool. It's cool the different ways that we could figure it out, but we have to learn our own, like, motivational love language. Listen, that for me, I like, I imagine that I'm just doing it for a friend because for some reason, when somebody called me, I'm, oh, I'm not anymore, but I used to jump up and like help them immediately mm -hmm. and for myself i'm like oh, no, no, no. Yep. i just wait so i would like treat yourself like you're your own friend like if somebody needs you like oh help me blah, blah, blah. act like it's your best friend jump up and do it mm -hmm. you are your own best friend too but now i do it in a way it's like my inner child like what are you gonna do to protect that baby mm -hmm. to help that baby baby girl Laurie said I tricked my mind to of thinking my mom is coming. That always makes me clean my shit up quick. <laughs> that, that, that's a good idea. That that's is. a good idea. And it's like, and for those who are romantically driven too, like, you know, treat it like as if it's your partner or the person you have a crush on is like coming over or needs help. 
right. you know, and then treat yourself like that. Like treat yourself like the person that you you should, you know, treat yourself as, you know, if you want to be treated, if you, if you love the way you love, if you're like, wow, you know, if it's something about me, I know how to be a good partner. Like I, I'm a great girlfriend. Right. I'm a great partner, whatever it is. Like treat yourself the same way you treat others. Everybody. Like with that amount of thoughtfulness and urgency, and urgency priority, um yeah like thoughtfulness all the things like rom romanticize yourself you know and and be like oh wow you know what i would really like if i got <laughs> if i got myself some sunflowers today i would really love that you know i would also really love if i organized these shelves in like you know with herbs over here and my books over there and like i would really love that you know, to come home to that or to tomorrow. Like, my, my ro romanticize itself in, like, past tense, present, future tense. Like, you yeah, know. Right, just have a setup, all pretty. Yeah, for sure. And, you, and, and remind yourself that you deserve it. Like, you deserve to swoon over yourself. You deserve to be like, you know what? Like, I because self-care isn't just the face mask and the bathtub full of flowers. No. It's. It is that is a part of it, but it's 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 how you talk to yourself in there. Are you going to like fill that bathtub up and make it look all pretty so you could post a picture of it? Or are you gonna, you know, fill that bathtub up and feel pretty and feel like you deserved it? You know what I'm saying? Not to say you can't take a picture, you can't do nothing. Like right. you, do it if you want to do it. That's fine. But like yeah like you gotta but yeah exactly you'll get reminded it's like a memento it's like you're taking you're sending a postcard to yourself but you'll know if you actually are or if you're like doing it externally like here's attention i want attention i'm doing this for me but i'm doing this for me and i'm putting this out there for attention for someone else i um, you know every after every semester like school i always say school's not my thing but i really enjoy school after every semester, I, like, do a reward system for myself. I buy something that I really want, and I'll put it on the postcard. You did a great job. That's Love so me. That's so cute. <laughs> That's really and cute. It works. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to, like... To get my, like I can't wait to get my own mail. Yeah, like, <laughs> That's oh, so like, cute. Like, after I finish something that I think is tough for me, like, the semester, sometimes they could get, like, towards the end, it's, like, dragging... I just treat myself like, you know, you did a great job. Keep going. Like, somebody got to, you know, acknowledge yourself. Yeah. Like, that's how you validate yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's so beautiful. You just inspired me. I want to write a letter to myself. I want to write a letter to myself, like, you know, um, kind of like giving myself credit and acknowledging my accomplishments that I've made right now and maybe like one or two that i know i'm going to make in the in the near future and then i'll open it up at the end of the year cool. there's this book that i got the idea from and she didn't do the exact same thing like by yourself just like write a letter if you're the opposite sex like write a letter to yourself um it's called the artist way i think her name is Ju julia something but she has, like, all this artist activities, like, take yourself on an artist date, on a child date. Like, things like that is really cool. I, I need to get that book again. I don't know where it is. But probably time to revisit it. Called The Artist's Way. It's a really good book. I have, like, two books that I want to read. The last the last person I was talking to wasn't on my podcast, but it was on a female-centric. I was talking to my friend Steph, and she mentioned this book. It's called 
um, like power versus force or something. And I really want to read that one too. So now I got both of those in my head. This morning I was like, go buy it on audiobook. And I'm like, finish your books that right. you're reading right now first. That <laughs> That's let's the let's one start thing. there. I'm reading two books right now. Kind of. So I have to wait until I get some more. I'm like finish reading four books, <laughs> listening to two audiobooks, watching five animes. I'm just like, I have no chill. I was like, I, it's, and what am I doing? I'm not actually doing any of them. I just took a break from all of that. Right, so, this retrograde, I completely just like abandoned everything. Something I noticed that like I had a hard time doing, but that is different now. And I feel like I did it with like literal things. It was like I had a hard time like letting go of anything, right? And I would be like, oh, say if it, it was tabs on my phone. Oh. Like I have 150 tabs. I'm like, oh, I can't delete them because then I'm going to miss something that I saved for myself that I was important. And now I, as soon as I see there's like a lot amount of whatever it is, I'm just like close all tabs. I don't even think about it. I don't even think about it. And I do that now with other things. Like, oh, okay, I'm reading four books. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not reading any books. Right. Actually, if it's that important, start I'll over. start. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because you're going to forget. Like, what did I even read? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> and you realize that when you do that, you know, although it might not be intentional and it might be a part of like, you know, especially those with ADHD, that that's, like, a big struggle is, like, you know, um, finishing what you start and then also, like, maintaining one without picking up another. You realize that uh, in whether or not that could apply to you is, like, you know, when you're focusing on all of these different things and you realize, like, in order to succeed is really to, like, hone in and master on one or two things and... uh you can still do multiple things. It doesn't mean that you're not great at multitasking and being multifaceted, but like also give yourself permission to just put your focus on one thing, even if it's for 20 minutes, you know, yeah. just one thing, you know, one room, one situation. Like I'm notorious or when I'm cleaning, I'll do one room and then I'll be like, jump in another room, jump in another room. And then it's like, what? it's hard to acknowledge yeah. how much, um, I'm sorry, I have, like, a T-burp stuck in my chest right now, and I'm, like, <laughs> trying to not burp on the podcast. <sighs> but, yeah, so <laughs> it's, like, every room you have all these different things going on, and you don't even know your progress. You could have sat in one room for three hours organizing each shelf, but because you have a pile of clothes on the chair, it looks like you did nothing. And then the other room you just started, but it, you started, and it's more an open space, and it looks like it's cleaner. So you confuse yourself. You know, so when it's like so, you gotta. When I was young, I didn't know how to clean. It was so hard for me. I didn't know know what to do. Like everything would just be like there, and I would be like, "Mom, like I don't know what to do." Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's like overwhelming. Top for bottom. That's how I do it now. Like mm -hmm. top to bottom, whatever. Just keep going. You know, but it 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 can get overwhelming, especially like if I have a short attention span. If I find something like, oh, I didn't. Forgot about the scarf. Yep. <laughs> Sunglasses and thinks about every memory in that scarf. Like smells the scarf. <laughs> like something and just look at it's so funny. There was a meme where it was like the girl had a, like a tiara and a bunch of stuff that didn't go together. She's like twenty minutes into cleaning and you're sitting back down scrolling. <laughs> so it's easy to That's, get distracted. Like Yeah. For sure. It is. But then remember why you started. Right. Remember why you started. That tends to be like the biggest fuel. You know, what what motivates you, but not only what motivates you, what 
makes you devoted to something? What makes you determined? What makes you um, a, not only accountable, but what makes you responsibly like focused? And um, what helps you to complete tasks? You know, like giving yourself the acknowledgement, being like, "Wow, like I clean this room, and I even got." The molding, like I did the details, <laughs> like I changed the light bulb today, you know, like I got my car washed and I took a shower. Me and <laughs> no, my car got washed today. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Even like little things. And then for those that are in more of like a manic or depressive or lower space at the time of life, even the little things like please, please give yourself acknowledgement. Like, I brushed my teeth today. Yeah, I brushed I my hair today. I ate food. I had a cup of water. Look at me go. Listen, when I <laughs> look at me survive. List, I put little things on there like drink water mm-hmm. or little things just so when you cross it off, you can feel like, all right, I got that done. And then when you look at the other things, you're like, oh, all I have to do is that. Mm-hmm. I did all And you this. get those serotonin boosts yeah. too every time you're checking off. You're I like, I did it. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm done. Mm-hmm. But don't re- don't rush. Like, stimulus is just a guide, you know? It's not, like, deadline or else, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, it's that definitely helped me. I have to look at it multiple times, like, written in, like, visually picture-esque way. And one thing, it's called, it's called SMART goals. It's, like, smart, small, measurable, attainable. Forgot the other two. And you basically take your goal and put it into a measure, like, how do you know you got to this point? Like, when will you know? And make sure it's realistic. Like, oh, I'm going to get a million dollars in two days. Like, no, please, don't do that. I mean, you can if you give a scratch off, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, reachable things that you can actually attain, realistic, reasonable, that you know you can do. Yeah. And then the time frame that it will take. So... That was something that definitely helped. It, like, breaks everything down to smaller chunks that you could actually digest. And when you look at the big thing, like, oh, I got to do all this. But if you literally break it down to smaller chunks, like, digestible, you could chew it. You're like, all right, I could do that every day. And then next thing you know, weeks, months go by. You're like, I'm getting, you know, closer to whatever the goal is. It doesn't have to be gigantic, you know. For sure digestible is key because it's like when you're trying to take big chunks you end up choking bite off more than you can chew exactly (laughs) yeah and then you're literally choking on life and you're wondering why you feel like you're dying yeah you need to cut it up small pieces um do that a lot like i can do all this and then i'm like "Ah," but Mm -hmm. i do it but it's like don't do it again (laughs) (laughs) don't Mm. do it again you can stress yourself out you're like, no, nah, what do you mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I got this. I did it I've choked so many times on this. Like, I know how to, like, survive this. Yeah. Like, I could replenish myself from there. Like, you know, it's so many different things that we, like. That like, we now I got indigestion now. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like we find different, like, coping ways to deal with the um, different, different coping mechanisms to the way we cope. Like, there's so many layers to it. But, like, we're human beings. Yeah, you know? exactly. We're like, nobody is perfect. Yeah, and we so all have different you, flavors of that. Yeah, if you fall off track, it's just like, don't beat yourself up about it. You probably needed the rest or 
needed to just not do nothing for a while. There's times where I need to not do anything, where I just need to just no TV, no phone, please do not disturb. Just sitting there in a robe, tea, yeah. vape. Whatever. Oh, uh, not forget the bag in the car for oh. you. Oh, like he just said that, and I like reached. Out. I was like, wait. I'm like, now we know it's documented on this podcast. You will receive the bag of goodies today. Um, but oh <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what I was gonna say before that. But now we're here, and we know that you're gonna receive the bag that's been meant for you for like over a year. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. But yeah, it's um yeah, we hit on a lot of different topics that were like super needed. Oh, comparison is what I was gonna say. Uh it's so important to not compare ourselves too, yeah. like to others, because that's gonna be the biggest detriment to ourselves is when we're like, oh, okay, well, that person's been going through more than I have, or this person's experiencing this X, Y, and Z, but they're taking it and they're putting it in the gym, or they're taking and they're putting it into this or into their craft. Like, okay, but well, that's them, but that's not you, you know. And it's okay for you to experience whatever you want. Like, you comparison, comparison, drawing a comparison to another person is only going to keep you in that space of comfortably being uncomfortable you know in a neg in a more negative way like in the sense of like inadequate right you know it's just like yeah other people you don't know what they do behind the scenes or who they know or you know how long they've been doing anything and people are comparing their like growth spurts to somebody's like end and it's like you're not at the stage yet, maybe, and you know, just worry about yourself. Focus on what you can do, and not look at anybody else's plate. Yeah, and it's like it could be, it could be the end, or it could be like you know, everybody processing th- things different. Like so, like you could be over here processing your emotional passed down trauma from yourself and your ancestors for, and and doing the work to process that, while that person may be doing like something physical. And haven't even gotten to the mental and emotional. And it doesn't mean that you're necessarily doing more, you're better, but maybe you're starting from the internal and they're starting from the external. So there literally isn't even a comparison that could be drawn because you can be at the same exact equivalent spot as that person. And yet, if you speak to them about emotional stuff, they might have no idea how to tune into that. And if they talk to you about physical stuff, you might be like, I have no idea how to do that either. You know, so it's like... Comparison, comparison, is is can be just like a, a another way that we self sabotage to keep ourselves stagnant, and yeah, like in in the same place because it's like, well, if I compare myself to that, I can make an immeasurable expectation for me to just continue to beat myself up and stay in the same place. Right, and and nobody is you. Like even if somebody is doing the same exact things. Everyone has their own little unique touch to things. So that's another thing. Like, you can do the same exact thing, but you have different experiences and different things to bring to the table. You know? Absolutely. And every space you're in, everyone has their own medicine. So it's, like, only up to you to figure out what that is and, like, and to stay as authentic to that because 
the only thing you ever have to worry about is not being you. You know, if you're being you, you don't have anything to worry about. You embarrass the shit out yourself, but at least you're being you. You know what I mean? But if you're not being you, then you have more of a space to be embarrassed because now it's like you're not even being authentic to yourself. At least if you're being authentic <laughs> to yourself, you're like, and I did that. So what? Like, right. like so what? Like, that's me. That's who I am. Like, I, I tripped. Yeah, I'm spastic. That's who I am. <laughs> like, you know, not like some other thing that you aren't even, you know, so... Yeah, I wanted to, in the beginning, but it turned out to be in the end, just as it always ends up doing. I have this book for any of those who are just listening or any of those who are watching. This is a book. It's called Peace of Mind by Amy E. Dean. And it's a little daily meditation for easing stress. <clears throat> For those who aren't watching, wow. it just split. Wait, broke off July, <laughs> July fifth, my birthday. <laughs> wow! It just broke okay. off at my birthday. Okay, spirit, we're loud today. Right. So now, yeah, if you're if you're not watching, just know the book literally just ripped in half at at my birthday. So, and if you're here with us, this is it's okay. I'll figure it out. You Message. know, I'll I'll Joe this book. I'll, I'll put it together. But um, Joe. <laughs> I'll, I'll repair this book so november 3rd when one's thoughts are neither frivolous nor flappant when one's thoughts are neither stiff-necked nor stupid but rather harmonious and habitual render physical calm and deep insight by hilder gary of bingen is your mind often filled with unwanted thoughts that leave you feel filled with worry, doubt, or dread? Such thoughts are often the catalyst for stressful, emotional, and physical responses. Your thoughts may take the form of self-doubt or example, I'll never be able to do the job right. Or they may be based on insecurity. I'm too plain to get a date. Or maybe, or they may revolve around fears like, look at this airplane's wing shake. I bet there's something wrong. Stopping such thoughts can help you eliminate many stressful responses. <clears throat> how do you do so? First, become aware of how you think of situations that produce negative thoughts. Imagine in a situation that produces negative thoughts. Imagine a situation which a stressful thought is likely to occur, such as when you're sitting on an airplane waiting for it to take off as you begin to think stressful thoughts interrupt them by saying stop to yourself by snapping your fingers by standing up or then replacing the stressful thought with a more positive one for example this airline has the safest record in the industry by practicing thought stopping twice a day for a week you can begin to become to think more sensibly and less stressfully today i will believe so this is the affirmation for today Today, I'll believe in mind over matter. I'll substitute a positive, relaxing statement for any negative, stressful thought I have. Wow, that was like perfect. Mad relevant. Every single time this book does it. This book is like, boom. Yeah, that book is the oracle. I love this book. And look where it snapped at. It That's snapped the at the craziest part. The thing is, like, when, so when I got this book, I got it from some thrift store or somewhere. Actually, no, I think I got it from a yard sale. I picked it up out of, like, an old like box of books or whatever and it opened up to the book so it was already because like it's you know my birthday's like in the half 
point of the right. year. So like opened up to that. But it's been hanging like this for a minute. And I wasn't really like hanging it to the side for it to be like rip off abruptly the way it did. But, you know, I have to, I guess I'll have to read my birthday over yes. again so and see what that has said. There's definitely something. <laughs> so, so, you know. Listen to that if it if it uh, resonates for you, you know, reroute that thinking. Even I like the snap, you know, like the snap. I, I feel like I do things like that, but I, I don't know if I like, consciously do it. I do it in my head, but I like the physical aspect of like, if you know, if I'm thinking some negative in the once again, it's like this episode is perfectly complementing the one right before it. Um, we were talking about how. Uh, my friend Ariel, she had said, when you start thinking negatively or judging, like, you just say, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, get over here. Get over here, self. <laughs> you know, get back over here. Why are you all the way over there? Get out of those people's heads. Go back in your own head. Right. You know, like, get back home. What are you doing? Right. So it's like that energy and it's like that reflecting again. It's like now even in a snap, like, all right, like, stop. All right, cut it out. You know, <laughs> like, stop, stop thinking like that. There's no reason for you to think like that. So that's cool. That is. I love those cards. It's so pretty. Would you like to pull? Right? Sure. Uh, if you feel comfortable. So these are the surrender cards. So you want to pull what, what us and collective of whoever f is tuning into this podcast and feels resonant and open to getting a card pulled on whatever it is we need to surrender to at this time or whenever you listen to it. Whenever you listen to it. You know, time and space is but an illusion. Okay. Let's see. I should probably do it the other way. Whatever way you want. Maybe backwards is the right way. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is just loud today. Like, the book is just ripping in half. The card's just leaping out. Wow. Surrender obsessive thinking. Mm. <laughs> mm. If you're obsessing about a person or a situation, turn the dilemma over to spirit. Doing uh -huh. so will help you bring clarity or even solve the problem. Well. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's anybody here. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring it closer. There you go. With the apple. If you're obsessing <laughs> over a person or a situation, turn the dilemma over to spirit. Doing so will help you gain clarity or even solve the problem. Boom. 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 Okay. So now we know what we're surrendering to. What are we supposed to connect to at this time? Thank and you for pulling that. You said stop. And the other one, <laughs> that one says, mm -hmm. surrender to thinking. They, it's, it's a theme. This is a theme that's coming up. And whoever is listening or whoever who will listen, it's going to be like, wow, boom, this is exactly what I'm experiencing right now. This is wild. Because that's how spirit works. And it's crazy. Because, like, it's just as we think we know what spirit works. And no. We don't know, too. And it's like, <laughs> it's, I'm just, like, it's really powerful right now. <laughs> <laughs> What is it that we are supposed to connect with within ourselves? Our sensuality. 36. The frequency of sensuality reminds us that spirit in hum we are 
spirit and human bodies we are sensual beings experiencing joy and pleasure from the physical world through our senses so just like we were saying before you know treating ourselves like our romantic partners or whatever the case is like treating yourself with that love and that nourishment and that you know that sensuality of like I love me like I deserve this this is great for me like I want to create this because this feels good I'm allowed to experience pleasure on my own as well as with other people I'm allowed to experience joy with myself as well as well as with other people creating and destroy this is very like sacral chakra heart chakra and crown chakra like I give myself permission to experience pleasure I allow myself to love myself and to connect with my divinity or whatever the whatever you want to call it like your spirit and like be encompassing of both like you deserve to feel good you know so if you're thinking about all the ways you shouldn't feel good remind yourself that you you can feel good and you should feel good you should give yourself whatever it is that you want and even if it's like traditionally not so good in moderation and figure out why you want it and if that's actually what you even want you might want to be like, oh, I want a sweet treat. But what you might actually want is like a sweet something to make yourself feel good, like sweet in your reality. Sweetness in your life. Yeah, <laughs> like you might think you want a donut, but really you want just like your life to be sweeter, like your honey to exist in, in your reality, you know. So that's what's coming that up. So, that was something. <laughs> <laughs> These are Let cool. Let me see that like this. That's pretty. It's a pretty one. Yeah. And these cards, you're supposed to, like, meditate while you look at them. Experiencing joy and pleasure. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's amazing. Because I always, listen, I'm not going to deny a second to treat myself, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I feel like I do it too much, but at the same token, like, I feel like I'll do the smaller things too much for myself, but the long-term things is where I'm working on to right. do for myself. You know, like, oh, I know that cleaning this house is going to help me feel better in that way. But, like, I won't be quick to, like, I won't hesitate on, like, you know, I deserve to get myself this right now. Oh, I deserve no, yeah. to. That's like, why I do it, like, at the end of when I finish something, like, my semester. Because other than that, I used to be, like, a shopaholic. That was a problem. But now I learned moderation moderation is key for everything yeah, especially after last year so you know you didn't have a choice <laughs> without a doubt we definitely didn't moderate with toilet paper moderate <laughs> oh my god yeah that was wild and hand sanitizer so it's like okay with everything you know everything was and then like there was points where there was like lack of food too you mm-hmm. know and like you had to be like everything in moderation so you know, just uh, remind yourself to give yourself what you deserve, but also, like, what not be gluttonous. Need. Yeah, yeah, what you need. Not what you want necessarily, but what you need. And learn how to balance that. I've been, like, you know, whatever tea out here having me all, like, making noises. I'm, like, squeaking <laughs> on this whole, like, podcast. Oh like, just make, goodness. like, internal bubbles. But, yeah. That was good, though. It was that a really nice. good tea. It was really sweet. It reminds me of that. Do you, what is that cereal? That was like the toasted oats. Do you know what I'm talking honey about? Honey bunches of oats. I think. Is I think it might be honey bunches of oats. Yeah, yeah. That's what I it like reminds me of. Because I have honey in here too. 
Honey Bunches of Oats. I like that cereal, and I like Raisin Bran. And everyone always clowns my cereal <laughs> the Raisin Bran. Like, I like Crispix. Like I like I like old cereal too. Me like too. old people cereal. Right. I, like. I, think this is what I was with my grandmother like at yeah. her house, and it was good to me. Everyone like ah. I'm like, no, this is very good. <laughs> Berries and cream. Like, no. <laughs> Give me the old lady cereal. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> we all have our things. We all have our things. But, yeah, you know, and before we before we tune off and, like, you know, I, I was something I was thinking of is, like, there's moments of flow state and these different times that happen and then there's the times in between where you might not feel particularly in flow, and and you're in flux when you're not in flow there was the last time that i came to go pick you up was a moment (laughs) where we were in flow (laughs) i literally had my my one of my really close friends canceled on me the day (laughs) i had b2k concerts uh, tickets and i had bought these tickets when i tell you like the day they dropped because i always wanted to go to b2k concert like and i literally didn't go to guatemala because i wanted to go to this concert so that day (laughs) like i got canceled and i'm like can people i'm like who's gonna come with me like who wants to go i want someone who wants to go but also who's gonna be like equivalently hype and our mutual friend at the time was like, yo, like, why don't you ask Alanda? And, like, me and Alanda have always gotten along, but we were, like, friend, Like, she, we were, she was my friend's friend. I was her friend's friend. Right. So we always, like, man. yeah, there was, there was always, like, uh, uh, like, we've seen each other every once in a while, but we hadn't had the opportunity to, like, really get to hang out, although we always wanted to. So then that opportunity happened. I'm like, yo, you know, I said to myself, I was, like, the only person who's going to come to me, come with me, to this concert, the last minute is either going to be an air sign or a fire sign. <laughs> I know no earth or water signs They're are like, going to have it in them <laughs> to, to do that, you know. So I hit up Alanda. She was like, yeah, I'm down. And I'm like, oh, where do you live? And she, like, lived, like, what, like, four minutes right. away from me. And I was like, oh. And, like, we were two, I want to tell you, two hours <laughs> Until the con- we had to be parked and go into the concert. And it just, boom, fell into flow. And everything, when I say, like, there's a few moments in my life where I think back and I'm like, wow, everything happened in flow exactly the way it was supposed to. That is the one of them. <laughs> that day was so perfect, it the was. way everything happened, like, to the point, you know, we, we got there. We got to the concert. We're chilling. We got the seats. Meanwhile, I picked the seats out of complete numerology. It's just like. I was just like, I forgot exactly what the number of the seat was, but I, out of numerology, I was like, this is going to be a good seat. Right. And it was. They were great seats. They were. And it was like, <laughs> we, you were like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. We went to the bathroom. <laughs> we had to have I was like, oh, no, I don't got to go. And I was like, yeah, actually, you know what I do? Questions. I'm going to go. And then we ended up meeting the like manager oh to, goodness, like, to like Bobby, Bobby Valentino's <laughs> manager and like. You know, that whole interaction, and it was mad funny because it was like, <laughs> you know, that like the, the, the manager was like, oh, you know, it, long story short, it was, it was, it was a funny interaction because, like, as, oh, as a female that has mad tattoos, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we're back, we're back. It just knocked over my my phone. It's okay, we're back in motion. Oh, um, as a female who has mad tattoos, like, people... 
especially males, will come up to me and just kind of like grab my arm and be like, oh, I like your tattoos. And I'm just like, I don't know you. Please don't touch me. Or like maybe the please won't be in there at that point because you're already touching me. So I'm like, please don't. (laughs) Not I say please again, but just like get it back up, please. Why am I having to wrestle with please right now? But it's okay. Anyway, moving on. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so we're there. We meet them. He's like, yo, you want to come to the after party? Me and Alanda look at each other like, like, you know, after parties can be sus. Like, we don't know if that's, like, the type of lifestyle we're trying to live. Like, you know, we're, like, (laughs) we just came to the B2K concert. I'm like, yo, once B2K popped out of the floor, me crying, like, actual tears. (laughs) Like, my inner child needed that so bad. No, that was really good. Like, Like, all the old songs were so nostalgic. It was was so good. It was, like, like, everybody. Yo, (laughs) Jersey dress. Maybe it was the, like the Lakers jersey dress. That's or, like, how I felt. Like I was back in that day. Like, yeah, for wow. real. It was so good. And we're there and we're we're chilling, we're vibing, and you know the whole night was just perfect. It was just going boom, boom, boom. Like every time we did something, there was just like an instant response and reaction. It was, <laughs> and then <laughs> we left. And we had to run. Remember, I got the, I got the, I was like, I oh, want to get the t-shirt. The, yeah. I'm like, I want to get the t-shirt, but I'm not paying no $40 at this, right. like, stadium. A scalper with Yeah, shirt. I'm like, I'm going to, yeah, no, I'm giving back to the community. <laughs> let me get, let me get one of those shirts outside. It's mad crusty or now, $10. but. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, that's the only way to get t-shirts from concerts. So, you know, I got that one real quick. And then we had to, like, we run. We had to get the car out of the parking lot, right? Before it closed. Yeah, it was about to close. We, we made it. Like oh with seconds to spare, just made it out. <laughs> so we're like, "Yo, do you want to go to this after party?" Like we're posted up at the gas station. Like, yeah, like we were talking about our signs. Yeah, I remember we were talking about our signs. Or like, because you have cancer and you try to like yeah, the rising, I have a cancer right? rising, yeah. And like I have, I'm a cancer with a, a Libra moon. So we have like we're talking about our signs and them being similar and amongst a bunch of other things. Also, like something to be noted was like, you know. Well, actually, no, I get to it. So, what, <laughs> so I'm like, all right, hmm, you know, should we should we do this? Should we commit to this? And like, all right, you know, worst case scenario, we'll just go. And if anything, we'll leave. Like, right. it's not that big of a deal. We'll go. And we, we you know, put the message out there. I'm like, hey, listen, like, I'm about to leave, you know. Um, where are we pulling up or what what's going on? So he's like, oh, you know, pull up to the Renaissance, da da da. We pull up to the we pull up to the hotel. Like everyone's like, oh, you know, in the in the front, whatever. So he's like, you know, <laughs> just let me know when park. you get there. <laughs> let me know when you guys get there, cause we, you know, I have to let you up the elevator. Okay, cool. So we're sitting in the car, and oh something that could be noted is like when um when Alanda and I decided that when she said that she was gonna come. We had spoken previously because on like a spiritual tip of something. So then when we're in the car, we we were sitting there with our eyes closed and we're praying like, <laughs> you know, may we be respected and honored as the women that we are and may we like be like protected you know, and like, have a good night, you know. Putting that all there. Yeah, we put the Agua Florida on us. We're like, all right, we can do this. And we went in and it was exactly that. Like we got so yeah it was we got so it was so nice like we went into the elevator went up to the hotel room it was bad funny because the person who was bringing us to the the hotel room 
and was like, oh, yeah, everyone's chilling in there, da-da-da. We pull up in there, and, like, like everyone's gone. Like, where the hell are they? But we looked at each other, we, like, laughed because we seen there was mad cups. So we, I was like, I was like, what sign are you, sir? And he's like, I'm a cancer. I'm like, don't fuck this up for us, okay? Like, because, like, <laughs> I'm a cancer, too. Like, don't be sus. Like, right, come on. Like, where is everybody? <laughs> so he's like, oh, they're in the lobby. We go downstairs. Oh There's, goodness. like, Pretty Ricky's there. Bobby Ventura. Everybody's chilling in the lobby. We're talking, we're meeting the dancer, the dancer that was with On Pretty the, Ricky, yeah. right? The girl that was, yeah. And, like, we're talking to her... We turn our head at the bar. Alanda's on TV. Right. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Like, I didn't know this episode was coming out. She's and literally on TV. Like, when she's like, wait a second, that's, that's me. me. Right there. Like, Mag come to, like, yo, that's me right there. <laughs> like, what the chances were. That was so crazy. It was really fun. And that was the first time you were seeing that commercial, yeah, right? I was like, wow. Like, I didn't know it was coming out that soon. Like, Okay, this is cool. It was like, so talking about being in flow, like everything that was happening was just like boom, 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 like in flow. And there's other things too that was happening. And like, <laughs> it was so you know. funny. What's his name? But that one with the dreads. He was like, Slick I still got that bottle. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was was, the at the end, we had to, we parked for, there for two hours. We could only, and then after that, we would charge. So mm-hmm. we're like, what time is it? Gotta go. We we're gotta trying to get go, out yeah. the hotel. We were running the wrong way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> running, yeah, we were like running this way. And now we ran back to him. He's like, "Y'all still got that bottle?" And it was <laughs> crazy too because he was treating us like he knew us for right. years. Like he knew us for years, and there was like a group of like groupies, literal groupies, like just Meanwhile, following him around. And like we were just de- like really chill, just chilling. Like, it, was it was so, so chill. Creepy. It was so good. And like even like the two the two people that we had met, like the managers. They were like, yo, it was so nice to just chill with people who weren't trying to do anything to, like, get to anybody. Like, they are so used to, you know, being around people that, you know, were trying to, like, get to them to get to one of the celebrities or whatever the case was. And it was really chill. It was wholesome. Like, it was nice. It was, like, such a, like, rare and random experience. And everything (laughs) that we prayed for, like, happened in fruition. So, like... To tell this story to say, like, you know, besides the fact that it's, like, one of the, like, I love this. Story, <laughs> so like, random and it was, crazy <laughs> and fun. Like. It was so wild and so dope. And it was just <laughs> such a good time. I remember for the rest of my life. And I'm just so grateful that you were with the shits. And, like, yeah, you were just I'm like, like yeah, I'll go. Like, it was Sunday. I, like, I was just chilling. I was like, hmm, not doing anything. <laughs> just, you know, watch TV. I'm like, oh, let me get ready now. I'll be, I'll be there. Yeah, let's go. It was so cool. It was so cool. And, like, I'm so grateful for the experience. And, like, say that on this podcast in particular to also just remind, like, when – you are in flow in order to get to flow. Cause I think about that time in my life too. And in order to be in that flow, I had to surrender. Like I had to surrender to the fact that my good friend that I had planned to do this with for a long time, like canceled. And the more I harped on the fact that I'm like, I'm so mad that she would do this, the less likely I was able to find somebody. I had to surrender to that. I'd move forward, but not like just like push it aside and move on, but more like accept it. And then every obstacle that came up, we would move forward and accept like, oh, okay, this is going to happen. Like, let's accept it. And let's like, okay, time manage. We need to be gone by this. Like, let's accept it rather than trying to push it. We're having such a great time. Let's stay longer because who knows what would have happened. Like, 
if we would stay long. Like when we were leaving, we got like <laughs> we got we got text. Someone was like, "Oh, can I have that bottle?" I was just like, "You know what? Here, yeah, like we it. got gifted the bottle anyway." <laughs> right. You know, like we the the managers when they were they were about to hop on a flight and yeah, they were they like, "Here, take it. yeah, take these." And then we were saying, "Someone's like, oh, you got them." We're like, "Not really. Like, yeah, here, take this too." It. You know, it's like. All these different things were happening, and then it started getting, like, you know, all these different things were happening. People were coming in and out. Like, who knows if we would have stayed there if we would have had the same positive experience. Because, you know, the night goes on. People drink more and things go on. But if we were, like, oh, holding on to this moment, like, this was such a good moment. I don't want it to end. That's how things end up ending badly when we're just trying to hold on to a moment rather than accepting and moving through just being present, you know, like, okay, I accept this. This was a great time. Now I know if I have to, I have to go with this at this time. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep it pushing. So I just want to leave off on that note where it's like, even the reflective of the cards, like obsessive thinking, like obsessive thinking can also come in the, in the, in the flavor of like, I don't want this moment to end could be obsessive thoughts. So like just tuning into that, of tuning into like why, you know, why you want to hold on to something so much and then you realize that anything you that is yours you let it go and it will return back to you you know and um i'm saying that also to myself in my current situation with my cat so all all that to say is like you know really live and embody your own medicine and know that whatever it is that you do that you can also receive medicine from too and you should be you know if it's something that you're supposed to be doing whether that's you know anything literally anything so listen to yourself and observe the present moment be in it return to your breath and just like accept what's going on around you and surrender to what is yeah so thank you so much for Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank, thank you, you for, for being you me. and for being so dope and for like <laughs> just being down like both times. Even now, I was like, yo, are you trying to do this podcast real quick? Like, yeah, let's do like, it. You know, I have nothing on this Wednesday. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I said I'm taking the week off because mm-hmm. I've been running, running. So mm-hmm. I, I did. I tried to cheat off of myself and say, no, I'm going to work. And then they were like, no, never mind. We don't need you. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> let me get this to myself <laughs> and i'm on the opposite spectrum where I, like i just came from like all right i have my rest now i'm like getting really on it so it's like it's good it's like we're like, like you know flow. tag tagging Flower. each other yeah, in yeah. and out like all right go ahead <laughs> you can tag your it you know so <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show uh working on duality at night coming out or dots du- no duality after dark which is going to be pulling up soon. And I know you're going to be on that one too. So we're excited about (laughs) that. So stay tuned. I'm going to uh, give out the information by the end of this week and announce when that's going to happen. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for staying tuned, for listening to whenever or whenever. Or I'm just repeating myself today, but it's okay. It's all good. You know, just accepting that moving forward. Anyway, (laughs) it's like I I noticed and then just like, okay, boom. So, yeah, thank you guys. Love you, and I'll see you soon. Have a great day.